discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. Let's read from verse 14. In whom, in Christ, we have redemption. In Jesus, we have redemption through his blood. He's the one who washed us from our sins in his own blood. Jesus washed us from our sins in his own blood. You see, it's all about him. As a fellowship with him, he makes, he makes his, his blood real. The efficacy of his blood real in your life. He makes his name real in your life. He makes you see how nothing beats him. And he's all that you need. And it becomes more real to you. That is all that you need. You are, you are not bothered. Do you see? You are not moved by the situations of life and the challenges that it comes with. Yes. Look at the next verse. Verse 15. It says, Who is the image of the invisible God? Jesus. The Jesus we are talking about is the image of the invisible God. He's the one who makes the invisible God real and gives an image to the invisible God because he's the image of the invisible God. He's the imprint. The Bible says that the fullness of the Godhead is pleased to dwell in him bodily. That's chapter 2, verse 9. Colossians chapter 2, verse 9. For in him, for in Jesus, in Christ. When we say Christ, we're talking about Jesus. There's only one Christ. His name is Jesus. He's made both Lord and Christ. For in him, for in Jesus dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. All the fullness of the Godhead is pleased to dwell in him bodily. He is the image of the invisible God. The express image of his person. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2 into 3. Look at it. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2. He says, he has in these last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things. He's heir of all things. He's heir of all things. All things belong to him. Ask your fellowship with the one who has all things. He'll give you all things. That's what you need. That's what you need. Yes. He's the one you need. It's not enough to get born again. After I've gotten born again, you must keep getting to know who he is in your life. Who is he? Who is this Jesus that I've believed? Who is this Jesus? And that's what I'm trying to show you. He says, he's, a, he's, he's an appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world. Everything was made by him. Look at the next verse. Then it says, who being the brightness of his glory. Jesus is the brightness of the glory of God. And the express image of his person. He's the brightness of his glory. The glory of the Father is made real through Jesus. So as you fellowship with Jesus, you are fellowship with glory. As you talk to him. Yes, that's what you are doing. You are talking to, you are fellowship with the glory of God. I tell you, 
And all you can have, you see, when I give you a hug, I, you smell like me. And I also smell like you. A bit of you is rubbed off into me and a bit of me is rubbed off into you. That's what fellowship does. Someone told me, you and your wife look alike. Yes, we've lived together for 10 years. So we look alike to a certain extent. Yes, after 20 years, we look more alike. Why? Because of fellowship. Because you are with, you are with a person. He called them to be with him. It's so important. It's so important. He opposed all things by the word of his power. Hmm? He opposed all things by the word of his power. All things, including your life. Yes. He's the image of the Godhead. That is the Jesus we are talking about. Whose goings forth is from everlasting. Micah chapter 2 verse 5. Is it Micah 2 5? Or 5 2? Which one is it? Look for it. This same Jesus. Yes, 5-2. But thou, Bethlehem Ephrata, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee, he was talking about the birth of Jesus, yes, yet out of thee, out of Bethlehem, eh, out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from of old, from everlasting. Is Jesus came 2,000 years ago, but he was actually existing before 2,000 years ago, not as Jesus, but as the Word of God, because he, he's the Word of God, he's the Word of God, tabernacle in the flesh. And this is, a, this is a prophecy, this is a word from Micah concerning him. It says, whose goings forth, his goings forth, his moving, his movement have been from of old, from everlasting, from everlasting. This is the everlasting Father. Jesus is the everlasting Father. Jesus is the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. The Father that we everybody is looking for is tabernacled in flesh, and his name is Jesus. The Lord said to my Lord, God was talking about God. God was talking to says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit down on my right hand. Yes. So that enemies have made thy footstool. Jesus is precious. That's what I'm trying to let you know. Jesus is what? And fellowshipping with them is fellowshipping with the Godhead. As a fellowship with them, you are fellowship with the glory of God. The power of God, the goodness of God, the presence of God, the love of God, the joy of God. You are fellowship with God. That's what you are doing. And he says he has called you to be with him. Can you imagine that? He, he likes you so much. He says he has called you to be with him. Yes. How many of you love Jesus? The one I love is ever before me. Seals upon my heart. Oh, I live for the one I love. The one I love. The one I love is ever before me. He seals upon my heart. I live for the one I love. The one I love.
He's the image of the invisible God. This Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Yes. The firstborn of every creature. Ake, the first. He made all things. Next verse. Then it says, for by him. For by him. For by this Jesus that we are talking about. Were all things created. All things, including you, including the job you are working, you are working at, including the thing you are struggling with, all things were created. It says for the word by is actually in for in him. Do you see? In him, he is the place of creation. He's the lab of creation. Yes. He's the test tube of creation. He's the lab, he's the he's the creator of creation. For in him were all things created. That are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones. So there may be a throne in your in your family that is like it is a problem. No, when you are fellowship with Jesus, He made that throne. Yes, that throne has been corrupted. He made it. As you fellowship with Him, as you flow with Him, that throne will mean nothing. Yes, there's no demon, no devil heart out of hell that can touch you, that can destroy your life, that can take you off. No. All you need to do is to be with him. Just be with him. That's all. Be with him in your whole life. A man of God said, I don't want to lose him. I keep my eyes fixed on him. I don't want to look around lest I miss him. If I miss him, I'm going to miss a lot of things. Yes. 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 Visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. <laughs> it was created by him and for him. So they are they are renegade soldiers. Yes, they have run away, they have corrupted 
Yes, and it's not all principalities and powers that are evil. Yes, there are principalities and powers that are from God. Yes. All of them are from God. Some have changed. I don't know if you get it. Yes. But all things were created by him and for him. And in him. Yes. This Jesus. He's the one you're fellowshiping with. When you're talking to him like that. A creator of all things. You can never be too late. You can never be late in life. You can't be late. It's like, oh, this thing is not happening in my life. I've, my, my mates are gone. Are you with him? If you are with him, you are not late. You are not. He's never too early. He's never too late. He's always on time. All the time. Yes. The creator of the universe. The one by whom all things were made is the one you are fellowshipping with. Yes. You see, people must take knowledge of you that you have been with Jesus. Acts chapter 4, what we're reading. Go back to Acts chapter 4. Man you don't know, if you don't know him, you will not, you don't think it is important to spend some time with him. Do you see? Uh-huh. You don't think it is important to have contact with him in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, whatever time you have desi- you've designed with him <laughs> to meet. You will never think, oh, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's important. The creator of, I just spoke to you, this is the creator of all things. The creator of all things. So. Yes. Is it money that you are looking for? The creator of all things is the one you are talking to, including the money. The creator of dollars and pounds and euros. The creator of houses and cars. And everything you can think about is the one you are talking to. It's like you know the biggest person in the whole world. You are friends with the biggest, most influential person in the whole world. What is your problem? Roll over your problems. Roll over your problems. Because he's still rolling stones. Yes. He's rolling stones all over the place. Whatever stone, apart from the stone that was put on his tomb, he's rolling stones that are in people's lives. He rolls it away. Give it all over to him. Okay? Yes. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Allow him to take over your life. Time spent with them is not time wasted. No, it's not. Then Peter filled with the Holy Ghost said unto them, You rulers of the people and elders of Israel. Next verse. If we this day be examined of the good deed done to this to the impotent man, by what means he's made whole? Next verse. Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him, does this man stand here before you whole? Because the man was standing there. It is by him that this man stands here before, before you whole. This is the stone which was set up not of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Next verse. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Only Jesus can save. Only Jesus can save. No other name. No other name. You know a song that is coming to me. There is no other name. Jesus Christ our God. Oh, seated on high, the undefeated one, rather. Yes. No other name. Yes. Neither is there any, neither is there salvation, any other. For there is none other name. Hmm? 
under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. No other name. Yes, no other name. It's everything we are doing is about him. Don't lose it. If you lose it, you've lost something very big. If you think it is to build a big church, you have made a very big mistake. It's not to build a big church. No, it's so that he will have glory. It's so that he will have praise. It's so that he will be exalted above all. It's so that what he wants will be done. It's, it's everything is about him. Hallelujah. Look at verse 13. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, when they saw their, they could see their boldness and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men. They perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men. They marveled. They were shocked. And they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. <laughs> they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Unlearned and ignorant men. You see, yes. When you are with Jesus, eh? even your foolishness is changed. I mean, you'll be shocked. Everything about you will change. You'll change everything about you. Everything about you. Everything about you. All you need to do is to be with him. How do you be with him? Talk to him. Is it too difficult to understand? Is it too difficult to understand? Is what I'm saying too difficult to understand? Talk to Jesus. Have a living, pulsating life with him. Live your life with him. Yes. He is the vine. Without him, you cannot produce fruits. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. It is literal. It is what? I am the vine. Ye are the branches. Let me show you seven I am's of Jesus. Can I show you the seven I am's of Jesus? As you fellowship with Jesus, eh? They are, he becomes a lot of things for you. Okay, he's the great I am. Jesus is the Yahweh that showed himself to Moses in the wilderness, in the burning bush. Okay? Yes, because he's God. Is he not God? And when God appeared to Moses, he said, I am. Moses asked him, when I go and, I, when I go and they ask me, who is the one who sent you, what do I say? He said, tell them, I am. I am sent you. You see? Yes. I am whatever you need me to be. Yes. It's called the, he's called the ever becoming one. Whatever you need him to be, he will be to you. I am. The great I am. The great I am has a name and his name is Jesus. So when Jesus came, in John chapter 10, he was talking to the children of Israel. Then he said, before Abraham was, I am. And they took stones to stone him. They said, hey, what are you talking about? Jesus said, I've, said, I've done so many good things. Which one are you stoning me for? They said, oh, for a good thing, we do not stone you. But for, make, for making yourself God. You being a man, making yourself God. Then Jesus said, listen, I am my father. I won. <laughs> yes. Before Abraham was. This is John chapter 8, verse 15. Before Abraham was, I am. Look at, look at their response. They knew what he was talking about. Because he was saying that, Jesus was saying, saying that I, I am the I am. 
Then they took up stones to cast at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going to the midst of them, and so passed by. Why did they take stones to stone him? Next verse. Okay, then chapter 10. There's another one in chapter 10. John 10 verse 30. John 10 30. I and my father are one. I and my father are one. They knew the father he was talking about. So next verse. They took stones again. Then they just took up stones again to stone him. This is the third time they tried to stone him and kill him. Jesus answered them, many good works have I showed you from my father. For which of those works do you stone me? Which one are you stoning me for? Have I blasphemed? What have I done? Have I committed adultery? What is it? Next verse. The Jews answered him saying, for a good work we stone you not, but for blasphemy. And because that thou being a man makest thyself God. Next verse. Jesus answered them. Is it not written in your law, I said ye are gods? Is it not written in your law that I said that ye are gods? I tell you. Next verse. If he called them gods unto whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken, how say ye, say ye of him whom the Father has sanctified and sent into the world, that thou blasphemest because I said I am the son of God? Wow. Jesus is the son of God. He's the great I am. He's the everlasting father. He's the prince of peace. He's very God of very God. This is the true God. Yes. 1 John chapter 5, verse 20. Look at 1 John 5, 20. Jesus is the true God. Brothers and sisters, we have believed in something great. We have believed in someone who, the one who is the creator of the whole universe. That's the one we believed in. Yes. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know him that is true and we are in him that is true. Even in the Son, Jesus Christ. Then he says, this is the true God. And eternal life. The Son is the true God. Jesus is the true God. You want to know God? Jesus is God. Get to know Jesus. Jesus said to Philip, because Philip said to him, show us the Father. You are talking too much. Just show us the Father and we'll be okay. It will be sufficient for us. John chapter 14, verse 5. No, John chapter 14. Thomas said, Lord, we know that we know that was good. Next verse. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the Father but by me. Next verse. If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him and have seen him. Then Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father. Lord, show us the Father. And it sufficed us. Show us the Father and we'll be okay. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long with you? And yet has thou not known me? Philip, have I been so long with you you don't know who I am? He that has seen me has seen the Father. He that has seen me has seen the Father. Why? Because I and my Father are one. I am my Father. And my Father is me. Eesh. And how seest thou then show us the Father? I am the Father. Which Father should I show you again? I am the Father. <laughs> There's no other Father. Jesus is the Father. He is the everlasting God. Don't you understand? Look at Isaiah 9 verse 6. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a child. There's a child that is born. Who is that child? Jesus, right? Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. The Mighty God. This is the Mighty God. He's the Wonderful Counselor. And the, the child that's been born is the Mighty God. He is called the Mighty God. The everlasting father. The everlasting father is the one who has been born as a child. I tell you, as you are relating with that holy child Jesus, you are, you are, you are relating with the everlasting father. The prince of peace. The prince of peace. The one who presides over peace. As you fellowship with him, peace is yours. 
you walk in peace all the time. All the time. Where can you buy peace? Is it in Switzerland? Switzerland is the richest country in the whole world. Yet it has the, one of the, it's one of the highest suicide nations. Check, you'll be shocked. Am I lying? Japan. They have everything. Everything is there. There's, there's a, a job in Japan called, uh, they have a particular name for it, but you hire someone to be with you for throughout the day. You hire someone to be your, your friend, not girlfriend, though, like friend, for the day. So a guy can hire a guy. There's, there's another job for hugging. You hire the person so that you can hug him. Yes, yes. I tell you. Yes. For hugging. You go and you, you do that job. You can hug easily. Yes. It was on CNN, BBC. It was all over the place. I'm sure the news article is still there. You can find it. Yes. It's a job. Hugging. And then hiring the person, another person to go with you. For an hour, you pay him per hour. If you need him for three hours. Yes. Nobody has time for anybody. Everybody's working. Yes, so he has to become work for it to work. I tell you. <laughs> yes. Prince of peace. Peace is not sold in you anywhere. It's not sold in any shopping mall. It's not sold in any corner store. It's not sold in any provision store. It's not sold anywhere. It's only the, it's only the Father who has it. Yes, only Jesus has it. Yes. Yes. My peace give I to you. Jesus gave his peace to us. You are blessed. Tell yeah. I'm blessed. He called them so that they will be with him. They'll be with him. Yes. yes. They'll be with him. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the everlasting God. The great I am. And when Jesus came, he said certain things that he is. One of the first things he said was that I am the bread of life. I'm ready before John chapter 6. He said, I am the bread of life. I am the what? I am the bread of life. John 6, 48. I am, the bre- I am that bread of life. Eh? There's more. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which came down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread. I am. This is I am. I am says I am bread. The great I am came down on earth. And the first thing he said, one of the first things he said about himself was that I am bread. <laughs> I am what? Jesus is bread for you. He's the living bread. Yes, living bread. He's the living bread. He's the bread that is alive. Bread is the commonest food in the whole world. He didn't say I'm the banker of life. Because only some few people eat bangu. He didn't say I'm the fufu of life. Or the eba of life. The gobe of life. The pap of life. No. He said, I am the, the lasagna of life. I'm the bread of life. Why? Because every country has bread in it. Every country in the world. Everywhere. Everyone has bread. Everyone eats bread. Okay, there are some people who don't, don't eat bread. But then, it's everywhere in the world. Is it true? 
Yes. Everywhere. <laughs> flies everywhere. Yes. If you're eating flies, bread. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I am the bread of life. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eats of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Yes. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. You see, bread is for your satisfaction. Me, I no go suffer. I no go back for bread. Me, I no go suffer. I no go back for bread. God of miracles, now my Baba. God of miracles, now my Baba. God of testimonies, now my Baba. God of miracles, now my Baba. Testimonies, Give the Lord a shout. Bread of life. He's what? He's for bread is for your satisfaction. Bread is for your satisfaction. It's for you to be satisfied in life. You see? Yes. It's for your satisfaction. And Jesus in your life. To, as you fellowship with him, you receive satisfaction. Satisfaction of soul, satisfaction of emotions, satisfaction in your spirit, satisfaction in your soul, satisfaction in, every, in your finances, in every other aspect of your life. Because you are fellowshipping with the bread of life. You are partaking of the bread of life. And that bread of life is for your satisfaction. Do you see? Yes. For your satisfaction in life. He says, the one who, part- who eats of me shall never die. He shall never die. You see, it is, it is a lack of satisfaction that causes death in people's lives. Why is the guy stealing? He's stealing because he feels that what he has is not enough. And he feels that God cannot satisfy him. He doesn't even think that God can satisfy him. God has provided a satisfaction. His name is Jesus. As you fellowship, as you, as you eat of him, you receive satisfaction. Paul said, I have learned both to be abased and to abound. I've learned how to have little, to live with little, and I've learned how to live with much. So you can have five Ghana cities. Through Christ, you will have satisfaction. You will not need to go and steal from somebody or go and beg or go and do some things. You will not need to go and sleep with somebody for money. You didn't hear me. You will not need to go and bet for, for more, for multiplication. The betites. The betites are betting because they are not satisfied. 
Yes, there's a hunger in them to have more. Jesus satisfies every single hunger in your life. Yes. He's a cup that run that does not run dry. Yes. He is satisfied. Only he can satisfy. He will satisfy you spiritually. You see, the more you fellowship with him, eh, the more satisfied you become spiritually. You will not need a certain prophet's word to let you know that God has said something to you. You know those who go looking for prophets? That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about a prophet we have brought to you. I'm talking about those who go looking for prophets. Looking for a word. Yes. What is my word? What is God saying? Going from prophetic meeting to prophetic meeting. Always listening, trying to listen to those that as many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. Not as many as are led by prophets. We are not to be led by prophets. We are to be led by the Spirit of God. What do you think? (laughs) Hallelujah. He will satisfy you spiritually. Yes. You wouldn't need... um, Horoscope. Do you see? Yes. To, to tell you whether your day will be good or not. And whether your month will be good or not. Whether the, the time you were born is, is what? The time you are supposed to marry. The compatibility. Who you are supposed to marry. Such nonsense. Capricorn must marry Sagittarius. Nonsense. Where did, they, where, where did we find that one out? How did they come? How did you get there? You'll not be depending on palm reading or gaze, uh, stargazing to tell, your, to tell your future. No, the one who holds the future. Yes, the holder of my future days to come is the one I'm fellowshipping with. The Holy Spirit says, the Bible says that he will show you things to come. He will show you your future. You'll be satisfied. Yes, the more in fellowship with Jesus, the more spiritually satisfied you become. You are not, you are not moved. There's nothing, you are, you are satisfied. Do you see? Yes. The word of God has answers for you. Sure answers for you. You are not going around looking for something. Looking for what someone will say. Yes. I, well, this person said this. It means that I'm great. You will know from the word that you are great. Because he's the word. He's the word. He's the word of life. Is he not the word of life? Yeah. Yeah. So spiritual, he will satisfy you spiritually. Spiritually. Yes. And he will satisfy you solically in your mind. No emotional nonsense. You see, there are some people who feel that they need certain people in their lives before they can be satisfied. Some people go on and on and on and on about friends. Not having friends. I don't have friends. I've had people say that I don't have friends in the church. Nobody cares about me. You see? Listen to me very carefully. You are to be a friend to others. You are the one to be a friend to others. You see, if you are getting a friend because of satisfaction for yourself, in your emotions, soul, whatever, you you have a long way to go. You will never find There's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. His name is Jesus Christ. He's the one you need. He's the, he's the friend you need. 
This henceforth do not do not do I not call you any more servants, but friends, because I've showed you more. We are his friends. He's my friend. Yes, he's my friend. Apart from being a son, he's my friend. Apart from him being a son, he's my friend. I know my friend. Ah, I know my friend. These are my sons and daughters. They are my friends. I know my friend. Are you not my friend? Are you not my friend? How about you? Are you not my friend? Are you not my friend? You are, you are all my friends. Who else is my friend? These are my friends. Why? I'm imparting them. They are imparting me. I don't know if you understand. Yes. They are my sons. But they are imparting me as I impart them. That's friendship. You look for someone to impart. As you impart the person, the person becomes your friend. Your fr- friends are those you impart. You look for someone to bless. Not looking for someone who will bless you. Do you see? And, and so, oh, I don't have friends in the church. What are you talking about? What happened to your sheep? It means you are not imparting anyone. It means you are on holiday. You are in a system by on holiday. I don't have friends. What, what are you expecting out of the friendship? What are you expecting? What do you want us to do? Do you want us to talk from morning to evening? That will make you know that we are friends. Hello? <laughs> you are, looking, are you looking for a gossip mate? Or you are looking for someone who will impart you spiritually? I remember the day Reverend George said, you people are my friends. You are my friends. I don't have any friends. You are my friends. Yes. He's imparting us. We have become his friends. The one you impart is the one who becomes your friend. If you are not imparting anybody, no friend. Why? Because you are always looking for somebody that you will share your emotions with and whose shoulder you can cry on. You look for a long time. Because the shoulder you may be crying on, eh? Maybe the shoulder causing the pain. It may, be, it may be an iron shoulder that will be causing the pain that is causing you to cry. I don't know what, what, what you think friendship. What is friendship? What is, what is friendship? Hello? Friendship with the world is enmity with God. What is friendship? Yes. It's a problem. I've heard a number of people say, I don't have friends in the church. What are you looking for? What, are you, what is your, what is the definition of friends? What are your specs for friendship? I, I'm asking you, tell me, I'm interested. You want a pity party partner. A pity party partner. Someone you can cry with and gossip with. And what? And complain with. Complain to. Someone who will your foolishness. Someone who engage you in your foolishness. I don't know if you understand. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, I then means I don't have a friend in the church. If that is the definition, because I don't cry on any of these people. It's a non-biblical function. Yes, you are not to cry on a friend's shoulder. You are to cry on God. You are to cry on the Holy Spirit. Yes, bring your burdens to Him. What are you looking for, honestly? Yes. Well, what are you looking for? Someone you can, you can gossip with. Is that a friend? 
Listen, today is Friday. So Wednesday, okay, I'd missed my friends so much. So I went for just to be around the anointed. So I went, I went to Reverend George. Yes, he was having something, he was doing something somewhere with his family. Some of you are there. And we were just hanging around. Just hanging around. Yes, having godly discussions. Laughing heartily. I don't know if you've ever seen us in that kind of situation. You've never seen us. I mean, we are, we are, that's how it is. Yes, laughing, jumping, hugging, doing every single thing. Yes, if our wives are there, we are all happy. I mean, we can say anything. We can say anything. 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 Godly. You see? Anything godly. Yes. If there's a problem, you tell the person, oh, this is this. I'm having this, this, this. Okay, then I think you can do it like That's it. That is it. Godly friends. You see, fellowshipping, just enjoying ourselves. I don't know what you are looking for. Jesus is the only one who can satisfy you emotionally. Nobody, no man can satisfy you emotionally. No woman can satisfy you sexually. Yes, as a man, you need to find satisfaction in Christ. So that Christ can help you find satisfaction in your wife. Or else... No matter how beautiful your wife is, your wife cannot satisfy you sexually. It's not possible. No. Only God. That is why the Lord wants you to walk with him as a single person. If you don't walk with him as a single person, you can't walk with him as a married person. You will make a lot of mistakes. You need to find satisfaction in him. Men cheat because they don't believe that they can find satisfaction in Christ. Okay? Yes. Same with women. Women cheat because they don't think they can find satisfaction in Christ. Or that God can give them satisfaction in the man that he has given to them. Or that God can give the man satisfaction in the woman that he has given to him. Jesus is the bread of life. He's the only one who can satisfy. Only he satisfies. Settle that in your heart. Yes. Settle that in your heart. The woman of the world is a classical example. Yes. Different men. Six different men. No satisfaction. Yes. No satisfaction. Keeps going. Jesus said, the water I give shall be in you a well of water springing forth unto life eternal. The woman said, give me this water. I need this water. Jesus said, I'm that water. Jesus' satisfaction, real satisfaction, only he can satisfy you. Emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, psychologically. Every lead that you can think about. Yes, all the least. Wow. Jesus is the only one who satisfies. So the more you fellowship with him, the more satisfied you become. Mm. Emotionally. Mm. Spiritually. Physically. Psychologically. Academically. Yes, every lead you can think about. Yes. Financially. Yes, he only, he's the only one who can satisfy you financially. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Only he can satisfy you financially. Paul said, I've learned both to be abased and to abound. Yes. In whatever state I am, 
Philippians 4, 12. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. So when, it's, when, when you, are, you don't have much, the Lord instructs you to, to be there and enjoy the need. He will satisfy you in your needs. Not trying to sort yourself out. Learn to depend on him. Hmm? Number two, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. John chapter 8 verse 12. He's a great I am, and he's a I am that satisfy you with respect to light. I am the light of the world. John 8 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So Jesus gives you the light of life. Okay? John chapter 9. Look at John chapter 9. Verse 5. As long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. This is Jesus talking. I am the light of the world. He's the great I am, and he's the light of the world. What does that mean? It means that you will walk in wisdom and in fruitfulness, always advancing in all spheres of your life. Because you have the light of life. You always walk in wisdom. Light brings you understanding. Wisdom. If this whole place was dark, would you be able to move around? You can't move around. You are able able to move around. You are able to find the aisles and move. And see where where you are because of light. Without light, wisdom is light. Wisdom is what? Yes, the Bible talks about Daniel. How that in him... It, it, light was found. Yes. Because by, by the spirit of the gods. Do you understand? He, he, he had light. He had understanding that nobody had. He had insight that nobody had. So as you fellowship with Jesus, the more you fellowship with Jesus, the more light you receive, the more wisdom you receive, you will never walk in darkness. And hence, you will end up producing fruits. You end up becoming fruitful. Why? Because you are connected to the light. The more you fellowship with him, the more light you receive. The more light brings speed, isn't it? All the fast trains, the speed machines, all the things we have are because of light. Or light comes, when light is focused, you, have, you, you get a weapon called laser. Yes, it can cut anything. Jesus is the light of the world. He's the one who makes you so sharp, he will give you the cutting edge in life. You see, don't circumvent Jesus and look at other things. Do you see? If only I can travel abroad once, maybe my lot will change. You are circumventing Jesus. Is he telling you to travel abroad? Is he telling you to travel abroad? People have traveled and their planes got crashed and died. Yes. Or their planes got missing. What shows that the next plane you are going to sit on is not the one that is going to get missing? What shows? Nothing shows. You need light. You need information for your future. You need information for every single thing you are going to do. And Jesus says, I am the light of the world. The one who has me will not walk in darkness. He will not walk in darkness in life concerning anything in his life. You will know what to do. You will know what to do every time. He gives you speed in life. What others will use two years to accomplish, you can use a year to accomplish. Or six months to accomplish. The amount of money someone will use a lifetime to gather, you can use a year to gather. Why? Because you are fellowship with Jesus. The more you fellowship with him, the more he gives you the edge in life. Without him, you can't have the edge in life. Without him, you don't know what to do. Light gives you speed. 
Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. I'll give you speed. Fellowship with me and I'll give you speed. Sometimes it looks like you're wasting time. All those who are serious with God, eh, when you become serious with God, people start persecuting you. The Bible says that all who live godly for, uh, in the Lord shall face pers- persecution. As soon as you become godly, 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 12, yea, and all that will live godly in Christ, Jesus, shall suffer persecution. All those who, who decide to live for the Lord and live with the Lord and fellowship with the Lord, people start persecuting you. The first persecution that comes is that you are not serious. People say that you are not serious. Go and get a job. Go and get something doing. Every time you are in the room praying, every time you are going for a church meeting, every time you are doing this, as soon as you become serious, that's the first thing that happens. Persecution. Yes. Why? You see, it looks like you are wasting your time. That's how it looks like. But actually, you are gathering real speed. The day you launch out, everybody will be surprised. There's no one who has followed God and has been found wanting. Really following the Lord, you will never be found wanting. It almost looks as though we are delaying in life. Delaying marriage, delaying childbirth, delaying this one, delay. because you are doing it the Lord's way. Everybody, hey, 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 go and do that. Go. No. Depend on the Lord. Depend on who? The Lord. He is the light of the world. He will help you accomplish what you are supposed to accomplish. Hallelujah. The next thing is that Jesus said that he was, or that I am. There are seven of them. How many have I mentioned so far? Jesus is the door. Jesus said, I am the door. John chapter 10, verse 7 and verse 9. John 10, 7 and 9. I am the door. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. Verse 9. Verse 9. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Jesus is the door to every single thing you can think about. Every opportunity you are looking for can only be through him. Jesus is the door to everything. He says, I am. He didn't say, I am a door. He said, I am the door. That means, that's a definite article. I am the door. I am what? The door. Hmm. He's the door, the entrance and access to all things. He's the access to all. You want your business to work. He's the access to business working. He's the access to ministry working. He's the access to marriage. He's a door to everything you can think about. All things have one door. That door is Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am. The great I am says, I am the door. I am the door to all, all of life's opportunities. Any opportunity you can think, any new thing you want to get into. He's a door that opens. He's a door to innovation. He's a door to creativity. He's a door to everything. If you fellowship with him, you open doors for you. Remember, Jesus said, I am the one who has the keys of David. I open and no man shuts. And I shut and no man opens. He is the door and he's the one who opens and he's the one who shuts. Revelation chapter 3, verse 8. Revelation 3, 8. I know thy works. Behold, I have said before thee an open door and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength and hast kept my word and hast not denied my name. Next verse. Behold, I will make it. And there's another one that says, I am the keys of David. Yes, that's, it's also ch- chapter 3. I think verse 7, eh? Go to verse 7. Yes. Verse 7. 3, 7. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, right? These things yet he that is holy, he that is true, he that has the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth, and shutteth and no man openeth. Then he says, behold, next verse. 
I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. No man can shut it. He is the door. He is the access. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. He is the access. He is the entrance to everything, everything in life. He is the access to marriage. He is the access to, to business. He is the access to ministry. He is everything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Jesus is the door. He's the door. Yes. He's the door to cities. Yes. You want the city to submit to you. Jesus is the way. He's the door. Yes. yes. More fellowship. That's what it means, right? More. He's the door. Just imagine. He's the door to the visa that you are looking for. People are giving visas without even asking for it. He's the door to real ministry. You have been chasing sheep and you can't get any. Jesus said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall go and come and shall find pasture. Yes, I am the door. So you have to do it by him. If you don't do it by him, you will struggle for a long time. You can't win a soul. All the sinners will vanish when you appear. All those you could let you could, you can lead to Christ, you won't find them. You only find people who are born again. You need to do it by the door. He's the door. He's the door to real ministry. He's the door to doing well. He's the door to excellence. What, what are you looking for? He's the, he's the door. Jesus, not the door. Yes. Hallelujah. Please, do you understand? So the more you fellowship with them, the more doors open for you. Yes. The more doors open for you. All the doors you need open can only open through Jesus. The great I am. So the more you fellowship with him, you are receiving satisfaction on every sphere of your life. You are receiving direction and wisdom on every sphere of your life. You are receiving doors, opening of doors, many doors. And doors that need to shut also shut because he's the door. There are some doors that need to shut in your life. There are some doors to some friends that need to be shut. There are some doors to some traveling that needs to be shut. Yes. God leads us by opening and closing doors. There are some doors that need to close in your life. There are some jobs that need to close. The doors need to close before you. If it doesn't close, you will not be led right. Yes. I wanted to go and do ministry in Ukraine. Go to school and do ministry in Ukraine. Because I seen Sandy Adelaide and I liked it. I liked what he was doing. So it was in my heart. That I, and I was pushing. This is after university. I was pushing to go and go and do my master's and consequently do ministry. The door shut like this. Pump. The door to Kumasi was open like this. Boom. God said, go to Kumase. Some people think I come from, but I don't come from, I, was, I went to school there. Yes. And God told me to start this church. There. I'm not a Kumasiano. I'm not a Kumerican. I'm a Gamerican. Yes. I was born and bred here in this city. And God, the door opened. God opened that door. Go to Kumase. A huge door was opened in Kumase. Yes. Door to Ukraine, closed. Iron door locked with seven padlocks. No, nothing is opening. Yes. Keys thrown away into the sea. Someone went to a certain church. When you're entering the church, you buy a padlock. And then you come into the service, they do some wild things. Destiny locker. Then you lock your, you lock things concerning your life. And you go and throw the padlock into a septic tank. And go and throw the key into, a, into the sea. And 
the people are not close. The church is not close to the sea, so you need to travel. The lady called me and said, so what should I do? I said, it is up to you. You went there, so you do what you, you, do what you want to do. <laughs> wow! Jesus is the door. Say, Jesus is the door. He will open doors and close doors. What, I pray that what needs to close in your life will close. Yes. All the, all the doors that need to close in your life for you to go where God wants you to go is closed in Jesus' name. And all the doors that need to open in your life are open in the name of the Lord Jesus. You will not be denied. You will have access into the things that God wills for your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Give the Lord a shout if you have a voice. Number four. Yes. Is the door, the entrance and access to all things, salvation, higher levels in life, etc. Higher levels of wisdom and revelation. And participation in higher levels of grace. All those who are looking for more grace. He's the door to more grace. Higher levels. He's the door to higher levels. Newer levels. Number four. I am the good shepherd. Jesus said I am the good shepherd. John chapter 10 verse 11 and 14. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Verse 14. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep. And I'm known of, my, of mine. If a cow is moving from Aguba to Teshi, Tebibiami, is it Tebibiano? Tebibiano. Tebibiano. Or Teshi Bush Road to go and visit his cousin over there. Would that cow be able to arrive? What if the sheep, a sheep is moving from here to um, Kaswa, Galilea? Walantu is going to Walantu. Will that ship be able to arrive? Why? It will become kebab. What else can it become? It can become soup. A car can kill it on the road. It can become someone's sacrifice. soup. <laughs> eh? Someone use it for betting. It can, it can become hungry. Let's say it doesn't die. It can become hungry as it's going. Do you see? It can become cold. It can become frustrated. It may not find the place. Why? Because it doesn't have a shepherd. Yes. You see, this is what happens to all those who try to do life without Jesus. When you try to do life without Jesus, do you see? Someone was proposing to someone and said, I want to do life with you. Ish. I want to do life with you. Jesus wants to do life with you. Hallelujah. When you wake up in the morning and you don't mind Jesus, you don't fellowship with him. What you are trying to say is that you can go to Teshitabibian on your own as a sheep. You are trying to navigate your way in life. You will become soup. There's a fox that is waiting for you to chew you. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The more you fellowship with him, the more he shepherds you and leads you aright. And guides you to your destiny. Sheep by nature cannot arrive at their destiny without a shepherd. By nature. If you agree that you're a child of God and you agree that you're a sheep, you should know that you cannot arrive at your destiny without a good shepherd, without a great shepherd, without a chief shepherd. He's the only one who can protect you, preserve you, 
guide you. Okay? And preserve you to arrive at your destiny. That's why I fellowship with him. I fellowship with him because he is the only one who can guide me. He's the only one who can lead me. He's the only one who can help me. He's the only one who can keep me. He's the only one who, when I'm tired, he will lift me up into his hands and help me continue. That's what shepherds do. When the sheep is tired, they carry them. Yes. He's the only one who can carry you in life. He's a great I am. When the sheep is wounded, carry. He even prevents you from getting wounded. Yes. He anoints it. That's all that he's supposed to do to help that sheep arrive at his destiny. So Jesus is the great good shepherd. Who can lead you in life? Don't do life without him. Brothers and sisters, fellowship. I've showed you how to fellowship. Have I showed you how to? What did I say? Talk to him. Make melodies in your heart to him. Listen to him. Expect to hear from him. Pray in tongues as well. And expect to hear. Don't let it be a one directional thing. I've showed you, isn't it? Have I showed you? I've been singing songs here for you all this while. It's to show you. I was just helping you practice his presence. That's all I've been doing. Yes. Have you seen that you were enjoying, you were enjoying yourself? Jesus is a good shepherd. Say he's the good shepherd. He's shepherd. He guides you to arrive at your destiny, feeds you, protects you, and cares for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number five. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. John chapter 11 verse 25 to 26. He's a great I am who is the resurrection and the life. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Next verse. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Do you believe this? Do you believe that because Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Because of Jesus, we are not afraid of death. You see, the more you fellowship with him, the more confident you become in life against death. Death will not be a problem for you. All those who are afraid of dying and afraid of sacrificing, afraid of losing, afraid of making, making certain sacrifices for the Lord are those who are not in fellowship with him. The way up is down. In the kingdom of God, the way up is down. The greatest in the kingdom is the one who serves. The greatest in the kingdom is the one who sacrifices his life. He that keepeth his life shall lose it. And he that loseth his life shall keep it. Why do you lose your life? You lose your life because you know the great I am who is the resurrection and the life. If you don't know him as a resurrection and the life, you will not know how to lose your life. When we send you to Afghanistan, you may not want to go. Even sending becomes, becomes a problem. All those who have a problem with being sent are those who don't understand that Jesus is the resurrection. You see how happy you are. Check your neighbor, shake your neighbor, and say to your neighbor, you see how happy you are? Enjoying yeah. Jesus Christ. Yes. Someone does not know what you know. You have, it is your obligation to go and make the other person know and enjoy what you are enjoying. Listen, if I had not started this church, you'd not be sitting here. Yes, I had to sacrifice on a lot of levels. I didn't have a place to sleep. I didn't have a job. I didn't have anything to eat. I didn't have any help. I didn't have any of those things. Yes. What you're experiencing now, I experienced. Yes. But if you don't know Jesus as a resurrection in the life, no matter how dead the situation is, he's the one who can bring it to life. Yes. Dry bones mean, means nothing to him. 
you will never sacrifice if you don't know him as a resurrection. You always, you always make decisions to preserve your life. You see, this is Easter. This is the time to learn to lose. Last year I preached to you. The, the topic was, yes, living as an example. He suffered for us, leaving us an example. That was the title. Jesus suffered for us, leaving us an example. He suffered so that we can have an example. Listen, the way to Paul said, if we suffer with him, we shall reign with him. Eh? If so be that we suffer, Romans 8, 17. Lo, God, Abba, Abba. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Those who suffer with him are those who are glorified together with him. It is only those who understand and know him as a resurrection who know how to suffer. They are the only ones who can die because they know that through their death, there's a better resurrection. You, 2 Timothy 2.11. Go to 2 Timothy 2.11. It is, it is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. Next verse. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. All children of God who deny Jesus Christ. For instance, it took something for you to come here. Or you use lawyer to come. The church is not, I'm, going to, I'm coming to take offering from you. After you have brought yourself with your money into the church, I'm going to take an offering, and you're going to take yourself out to the house. It's a sacrifice. It's a suffering. Maybe your last was what you came with. But if you, if you fellowship with the Lord as re the resurrection, he will bring resurrection into your finances and bring resurrection to everything, every single thing you lost for him. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout if you have a voice. Those who suffer for him. I'm ready to suffer for him. See, I'm ready to suffer for him. As long as you are on that level of not sacrificing and suffering for him, you are not ready for resurrection. You are not ready for the resurrection. The highest, the, those who are highest in the resurrection are those who suffered and sacrificed and died for him on earth. They are the highest. Easter is about sacrifice. It's about what? Sacrifice. sacrifice. The greatest sacrifice of all, the son of God giving himself for others. What are you giving yourself for, for his cost to move forward? Hebrews 11.32 And what shall I say more? For the time will fill me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah and of David also and Samuel, of, Samuel and of the prophets who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed brilliant in fight, in fight, turned to fly the armies of the aliens. Next verse. Women received their dead raised to life again. And others were tortured. Others were what? Others were what? Others were tortured. Not accepting deliverance. Why? That they may obtain a better resurrection. They knew the God who brings people back to life. Hallelujah. He says they were tortured. Not accepting deliverance. They, did, they, they were tortured and they were asked to revoke and denounce the Lord so that they will, be, they will stop the torturing. And they said, no, we don't mind. Kill us. Because when you kill us, we'll have a better resurrection. They believed in Jesus, who is the resurrection and the life. They knew that after this life, there's something more. When you don't fellowship with Jesus, you don't think that there's something more. Paul said, let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die if there's no resurrection of the dead. If there's no resurrection of the dead, let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die. 
It's only those who don't think that there's something after this place who keep fooling around and who keep preserving their lives and who keep thinking that, oh, Charlie, not life is not, I mean, let's, let us do whatever I want to do. No, don't be like, hallelujah. hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I am the resurrection. Say, I'm the resurrection. Hallelujah. And the life. Hallelujah. Jesus is the resurrection. Hallelujah. And he's the life. Hallelujah. If you die for him, you will live forever. Yes. Don't be afraid of dying for him. If an armorer, if someone, uh, 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 an extremist, should come here and say he's going to behead you if you, <laughs> if you believe in Jesus, what will you do? After all the songs you have sung, will you leave? <laughs> if you leave, it means that it means that you don't know him. It's not that you don't know him, but you know him, but you don't know him as a resurrection. There are Christians who renounced, okay, Christ in the moment when they were questioned and picked up, they went, they, they lived and then continued serving the Lord because they didn't know him as a resurrection. Those who knew him as a resurrection died and have a better, they have a better resurrection. The ones who preserve their lives have a lower resurrection. There are different kinds of resurrection. Yes, there are different resurrected bodies. So in this time of Easter, I'm admonishing you. In this, it's a time of sacrifice. So remember our Lord's sacrifice. And remember that we have to also sacrifice. What are you doing to sacrifice to the Lord? What are you doing? Yes. You must suffer for him. You must sacrifice for him. Yes. You must die for him. You must sacrifice. You must sacrifice some things in your life. For him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Two more. Jesus said, I am the way. Number six, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's three in one. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Number six. Number seven. Jesus said, I am the true vine. I am the true vine. John chapter 15, verse 1. John 15, 1. I am the true vine, and the father, and my father is the husbandman. Verse 5. I am the true vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. And this is all I've been talking about since I began. Jesus said, I am the true vine. You are the branches. Jesus is the only source of fruitfulness in your spirit, soul, and body. You will bear fruit in your spirit, bear fruit in your soul, and bear fruit in your body, in your finances, in every aspect of your in your ministry, in every aspect of your life, by making sure you are connected to him. How do you connect to him? Abide. How do you abide? Fellowship with him. How do you fellowship with him? Talk with him. All the days of your life. And he'll keep you. You will not be barren or unfruitful in any good work. You will be fruitful in every good work. Yes. When you are connected to the vine, Okay? You are the branch. See, I'm the branch. See, I'm the branch. Therefore, I bear fruits. The more you fellowship with Jesus, fellowship with him knowing that he's a great vine. He's a great I am vine. And you are the branch. The life that flows to the vine is the same life that flows to the branch. The more connected you are to him, the more his life flows through you. And the more his life flows through you, the more fruit you bear. Your fruitfulness in all aspects of your life is dependent on your abiding in him. 
Mark my words. Listen to what I'm saying. Your fruitfulness in all aspects of your life. Your academics. Family life. Relationship. You will do relationship with time. Or you will not ever do relationship. You will do relationship one of these days. You'll be a mother. You'll be a wife, first of all. You don't skip wife to mother. You're a wife before mother, isn't it? You'll be a wife. Then you'll be a mother. Then you'll be a worker, isn't it? You want to build a house. You want to serve the Lord with your life, isn't it? Every single aspect of your life works when you are connected to Jesus. Okay? So abide. Abide in him. How do you abide in fellowship with him? So what I started is what I'm ending with. He's a great I am vine. I am the vine. You are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruits. Not just fruits, much fruits. Abundant fruits. Fruitfulness on every day of your life is dependent on you knowing him as the vine. For without me, you can do nothing. Let this statement be the main statement in your life. Without Jesus, I can do nothing. And the other, the other part is this. I can do all things through Jesus who strengthens me. That's the other side. Without him, I can do nothing. I can do all things through Jesus who strengthens me. Without Jesus, I cannot do anything. I can do all things through Jesus who strengthens me. All things. Say all things. You can serve God with your life because of Jesus. Stand up upon your feet and thank God for what he has shared with you. Thank God for the blessings that he has blessed you with. You will bear fruits. You will keep bearing fruits in every stage and every level of your life. Because Jesus is in your life, you will keep bearing fruits. You will keep bearing fruits. Manda Hagadabayaba. Fruitfulness on every side. I'm seeing large fruits, delicious fruits coming out of your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Fruitfulness in your mind, in your health, in your finances, in your body, in your thought processes, in your ministry, in every aspect of your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. You are blessed and highly favored because Jesus is in your life. Amen. Give the Lord a shout. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.